0: Good evening, dummies. This is Matt from Don't Unfriend Me. Welcome to episode 219. It's Wednesday, September 8th, 7.13 p.m., and we are just a few days from 9-11. It's the 20th anniversary, and a lot of conversations are going to happen. I'm sure I'll have a 9-11 show. However, it's probably going to be a little late since I'm going to a NASCAR event at 7.30 p.m. and then have a two-hour and 20-minute drive home. I probably won't be on now that I think about it. Maybe I'll stream live from my car as I'm driving. I'm sure that's safe and probably illegal, but I'm a bad boy, and that's just what I do. Tonight on Don't Unfriend Me, I had to look at the title. I forgot what it was. Stay in the basement, Joe. That's right. Stay in the basement. 9-11 families are urging Joe to stay home in the basement and not come to the hollow ground from 9-11 whether it be in New York, the Pentagon, Pennsylvania, or anywhere else. They're asking Joe to stay home, and there's reasons why. And I am doing it as well. I'm sure Joe's not going to listen to my podcast. I'm sure he checked out the first time he heard me talk about him, because I'm not the biggest fan, but I am going to be honest with you and try to look at this from a presidency and not a man point of view. And both of them, I don't agree, with him showing up. I think it'd be bad for America. And I'll tell you why after these messages as we get into episode 219. Stay tuned. Recorded from an undisclosed location. Always honest. Always direct. So sit back. Relax. Don't unfriend me starts right now. Well, dummies, thank you for stopping by. Don't unfriend me tonight. We are live and we've got quite a few people on. What are dummies? It's pretty simple. Dummies are the dumb nation. It's an acronym, the Don't Unfriend Me. Barstool Sports has the stoolies. We have the dummies. Hillary Clinton called us deplorables and I figured that this name would stick and it has. You are the dumb nation, whether you've watched one minute or this is your 219th episode after tonight, you are officially a dummy. Welcome. Nothing wrong with being a dummy. However, on the other side of that coin, there are the special kind of suckers, the dum-dums, led by Dusty Dinkleman, the first dickledork who joined our fray and was banned from Don't Unfriend Me, a crazy person. He's gone now and a few others have followed in his stead. So if you're all about Fox News, talking points, CNN, you believe Trump has never done anything wrong in his life and that Joe Biden is the greatest president ever or vice versa, guess what, folks? You're a dumb dumb. Open your mind. Let's have a conversation. Let's be honest with each other, and I won't make fun of you. And you can love me. You can hate me. We can agree or disagree. Just don't unfriend me. You can find me at all these wonderful little sites right down there. I got on the right side that time. At Don't Unfriend Me Show, you can find me on Instagram, on Facebook, on Rumble, on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, on Anchor. Where you cannot find me is on the Twitter, also known as the Twatter, where it is The Dumb Show. I only have three people following me, so please, let's keep it at three. I'm not a big fan of Twitter. I never will be a part of Twitter. So if you're trying to find me, it's called The Dumb Show. Last but not leasty, you can visit me at this websitey, Don'tUnfriendMe.com. You can find all of my catalog, my videos, my podcasts, and everything else, and that is enough of my advertising. Please do me a favor, give me a like, follow, and share. Subscribe, it's important. If you haven't done it, like this video. If you haven't done it on other videos, like those. If you haven't followed, do that. Let's make sure we get the word out and we grow the dumb nation into a loud, unifying voice of America. Stay in the basement, Joe. I find it difficult when beginning the process of writing a show, but this show was extremely difficult. I have always respected the presidency and what the office means to the American people. I was raised to honor and always treat my elders and people in authority with respect. So when this conflict arose, I was trepidatious to continue this line of thought. A viewer inquired about my thoughts about Joe Biden visiting Ground Zero, the Pentagon, and Shanksville, PA, on the 20th anniversary of the 9-11 terrorist attacks. Now, I want to preface this and be very clear. As an American, I think it is the duty of our citizens to never forget and to honor the fallen on 9-11. This is almost a civic duty in my eyes. The impact, the change, the monumental decline in our society seemed to cease for just a short time and then continued the spiral into deficit. We were at our best for a few short moments and captured what it was to truly be united. And then it stopped. We forgot. Now I know some will immediately check out and, and when that statement is made and just stop and ask yourself why you're doing that. I'm not say, saying people forgot the day, the, the terror, the horror, the senseless loss of life, all of that. But we have lost what it meant to never forget and the sole oath we all, all took to stand united against the forces of evil and to those who wanted to harm our fellow citizens. We have never been more divided or apart as we are right now. Democrats will immediately blame Trump along with a racist society that doesn't believe in the equality. And Republicans will post about the crazy liberals ruining the country who want socialism to reign supreme. It'll all be in the comments below. We just can't seem to help it. And instead of looking inward, we look at each other and despise the reflection we see. During all of this, I'm asking Joe Biden to sit this one out. I'm asking him to not use this day as a political grab at the 24-hour news cycle. Honor the fallen by allowing the failure of Afghanistan to continue. Because you desperately want to change the narrative. And 9-11 isn't the day to use for your own personal gain. Let me explain. Now the man known as Joe Biden has every right to mourn, reflect, honor, or participate in any way that he chooses on 9-11. It is America after all, but he isn't just an everyday American. He is the president of the United States, in case you haven't been alive for the last 11 months. Optics are important and we are already seen around the world as weak and incapable of following through with what we promised to do. And let's not add grandstanding and exploiting the memories of the fallen to the list, please. And the most recent Joe Biden, and he is the president who surrendered our core in the most recent days. His values aren't timeless and the tradition of never surrendering to an enemy is long gone. He's the same who had a hand in the very plot and attack perpetrated on 9-11 were the Taliban and he is now reaching out with a hand to them. He dishonored our country by leaving Americans behind enemy alliance, the Afghani people who supported the United States, and non-NGOs. He promised he would get them out. He swore to us on national TV that he would leave boots on the ground and nobody would be left behind. He lied. When the last American plane took off, he set the precedents so that other countries followed suit. He forced NATO and our allies to mark themselves with the same stain of dishonor that America demonstrated. Americans are hobbled in homes, hiding from the Taliban. Women are being raped and murdered, and they are using American weapon systems to perpetrate these atrocities on the Afghani people. As the tribute in lights cuts through the evening sky and New York City skyline as we speak, lights are piercing into corners of homes and crawl spaces, searching. For the Taliban's next victim. How dare you, Mr. President? The war isn't your fault, but the after-effects of your poor decision-making will long reverberate through Afghanistan, and we hope that it will never reach America. As you surrendered our position, position, left Bagram Air Base on our forward operating positions, you left our U.S. service members vulnerable. Thirteen service members paid for that error in judgment. As men we understand how bad, choice, how bad choices can happen, but as a president, your lack of contrition is incorrigible and unbecoming of a sitting U.S. president. As our military brethren watch from home and from VA hospitals or from the heavens, they will witness your hypocrisy and continued lack of judgment firsthand. You should stay in the basement. Your lies didn't stop there. You stood in front of the cameras and explained how the Taliban was providing security for our own the ones who have sworn to kill us, and they are now going to protect us? You lied in regards to the Taliban not stopping Americans from leaving, as they now have hostages and targets of opportunity due to your blundering of the exfiltration. As the evacuation took place, you repeatedly lied to the American people. You said no Americans were having trouble getting to the airport, which was blatantly untrue. You said the United States had no interest in Afghanistan because Al-Qaeda was gone when in fact al-Qaeda is deeply embedded within the Taliban. You claimed no allies were questioning the United States' credibility when many of our allies were aghast at the displays of weakness and publicly pleading with you to extend the artificial deadline. You said that none of, of your military advisors had recommended leaving a residual force when some had, You even asked the Afghan president to lie about the fight against the Taliban and how it was going, urging him to project a different picture, quote, whether it is true or not. And after it was all over, he still declared his Afghan debacle an extraordinary success. Now, worst of all, and perhaps why I am so adamant that Joe needs to stay in the basement is because this could have been avoided. The summer offensive has been the worst time for talks, troop movements, or anything other than complete heightened sense of awareness and readiness. The exploration of the date was Biden's only concern. But beyond that exploration was the exploitation of the specific date of 9-11 and the 20-year anniversary. I have laid this out on previous shows that Biden wanted his Obama bin Laden moment to turn the tables on his declining performance and mental capacity, to turn the tide of his tanking popularity numbers. His 20-year anniversary moment was just another ploy to garner attention away from his failed policies and ineptitude at being a president. And the worst part is, it lessened his standing as a man. So congratulations on your Obama moment, Joe. Next time, maybe make decisions based on operational security and situational awareness rather than politics and positive press. Or just stay in the basement. Now, since Joe has failed to listen to anyone other than his handlers, who won't let him make one exempt interview without punishing him, and who punishes the president, really? Who is running our country, anyway? That's another show altogether. For once, he needs to listen to the American people. Nearly 1,800 Americans directly affected by September 11, 2001. Terrorist attacks are opposing President Joe Biden's participation in any memorial events this year unless he upholds his pledge to declassify U.S. government evidence that they believe may show a link between Saudi Arabian leaders and the attacks. The victim's family members, first responders, and survivors will release a statement calling that he skipped the 20th anniversary events in New York and Shanksville, Pennsylvania, and at the Pentagon unless he releases the documents, which they believe implicate Saudi officials in supporting the acts of terrorism. The group says that as a candidate, Biden pledged to be more transparent and release as much information as possible, but that his administration has since then ignored their letters and requests. Joe, I don't have much faith in your rehabilitation and becoming a stand-up guy or all of a sudden finding clarity on how to be compassionate. But it isn't just a request from a small-time podcast. These are the families who have lost more than you can understand. Their pain is still palpable and it is malignant to their very souls. You have already tried to use the 20th anniversary of 9-11 for your benefit, and all you accomplished was to aid the enemy, give them hostages, surrender our positions, weaken our country, and the loss of 13 brave Americans' lives, and who knows how many others in the future. This day is for the American people, and not politicians. It is our day to try and remember what we have all forgotten, We will never forget the lives and the event itself, but maybe we have lost our way as to how we live together, united. Your presidency has already demonstrated that you have no desire to take on that one challenge that every American faces each day. And how do we come back together when we are so very far apart? As far as the families who have suffered enough, they get what they want. They have earned whatever they want. You owe them whatever they want. In the scheme of things, you work for them. And you answer to them, even though you refuse to do just that, and you will not hear their pleas to give them answers. If the answers continue to escape you, then perhaps you can take a moment and negotiate with the man inside of the presidency, the man who has lost a son, a a wife, and most of all, your honor. They're not asking for you to move mountains. They are not asking for some insurmountable request. They just want for you to stay in the basement, Joe. And that shouldn't be too hard. It'll be just like the other 364 days out of the year. Folks, that's it for my show tonight. Thank you for watching Don't Unfriend Me. If you like what you heard, like what you saw, or if you didn't, please comment below and let me know what you think. Remember, you can like, share, follow, and subscribe at Don't Unfriend Me Show on all social media, and I would appreciate it if you would do just that. Throw the video a like, a subscribe, share it with your friends, and bring the dummies forward. Remember, we can agree, we can disagree, you can love me, hate me, just don't unfriend me i will go out like i always do veteran crisis hotline 1-800-273-8255 press 1 22 veterans commit suicide a day it is way too many please reach out use this number if you can't talk to a veteran because maybe they are just not open to talking to somebody who hasn't experienced it reach out to me reach out to other people on the show we will help we will make that phone call with you and we will make it with them if that doesn't work you can tell them to go to my website and in the top right hand corner at don't me.com you can click on the vcl link and you will have anonymous help right away. If you are a civilian, you may also call this number, and they will help you as well. They turn no man, woman, or child away. Make the call. Traumatic brain injury, PTS, anxiety, depression are all very real, and our veterans need your help. Folks, that's it for 219. Please stick around. I'm going to go to a quick closing credit, and then I will jump back on and answer all of your questions. Thank you, dummies. I will see you tomorrow for 220. Have a great night.